Hello, hello. It's time for another episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Sally here. It's another guest episode of the pod today. But before I reveal the topic and guest for today's ep, a few little tidbits. Thank you, as usual, for being amazing supporters of How to Love the Shit Out of Life. I know I say this all the time. But thank you. I am so grateful for your support and your love. Thank you for listening. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I hope that you feel very welcome. Very welcome. (laughs) I hope that you feel very welcomed. Welcomed? Oh, it just doesn't sound right. Look, I hope that you feel part of it by the end of this episode. My goodness, what am I saying? Look, it's lockdown and... I don't know what I'm doing anymore. (laughs) Like most people in Sydney, New South Wales, Melbourne, Victoria, what is going on? Am I having a meltdown in the middle of the podcast recording? Possibly. I'm going to stop. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. And I really hope that the podcast is bringing you some love and light and joy in this crazy time. I really hope it is. So again, I appreciate you is what I wanted to say. You're probably listening to the podcast on one of several platforms. If you're listening to it on multiple platforms at the same time, that is an energy and vibe that I'm here for. Little chaotic, but I love it. Uh, So the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud and Spotify. Every time I do this, I feel like I'm going to miss one or just stuff up my words, but I get it. I nail it every time. You can also listen to the podcast at my website, www.howtolovetheshitoutoflife.com. Throw in a forward slash podcast and they are all there for you to listen to. Now, today's episode, we're going to be loving the shit out of comics. Jason Morris is a manager at the comic shop, which is a very popular retailer of comic books and graphic novels in the Southwest Sydney region here in Sydney, Southwest Sydney region here in Sydney. Wow, Sally, this lockdown is really getting to you. Uh, Yes, Jason, he is a very happy, carefree, fun guy. I had a lovely chat with him on a Friday afternoon where, look, we did lament that we could have been doing this over beers, but obviously in the lockdown situation, we are not allowed to do that. But just a really lovely chat. It was so cool getting a bit of insight into comics. It's not something that I've ever really gotten into. It's not a hobby that I'm invested in. But obviously, as a, a fan of books, one of the things I was really intrigued to find out was just how comics have evolved in the digital age. So we go into a little bit of that, but really just the joy and the happiness that comics have given Jason and why he loves escaping into the world of comic books so much. So I'm going to stop rambling and let you get into the latest episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. On today's episode, I will be speaking with Jason Morris, who is a manager at popular local Southwest Sydney business, The Comic Shop. So Jason and I will be chatting all things comics and I cannot wait to pick his brain. So welcome, Jason. G'day, how's it going? Oh, good. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries. Um, As we were saying just offline, we've been trying to tee up this interview for a little while. (laughs) Yes. 
finally got there, um, you know, and obviously we are recording this via Zoom because of the lockdown, but you know what, the beauty of technology, hey? Oh, where where would we be if it hadn't, you know, this was five years ago, the world would have burned down. (laughs) I know, I feel like everything's now on Zoom and Teams. It's it's kind of, it's almost like the real thing, almost. Yes, Mm. as close as we get. Close as we can get. Um, so I thought to start off, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, I guess your journey with comics and also yep. the comic shop. All righty. Um, yeah, I always liked comics as a kid and toys and cartoons and that sort of stuff. Um, when I was, yeah, always always buying just random comics at the news agency as a kid. And then in uh, the comic shop opened up in 1994 originally. So I was uh, in year seven in high school. So perfect sort of age. Yeah. I found the shop and then, you know, I was buying X-Men comics and, yeah, because the cartoon was on at the time, the trading cards. Trading oh, it was cartoon, such a good cartoon, wasn't it? It was great. It was great. <laughs> so, yeah, I just started being a regular customer and, um, you know, all through high school, I was, yeah, just to come in every couple of weeks on a Saturday, pick up me books. And then um, after I'd finished school, the previous casual guy had left and I'd been just bumming around after finishing school, not doing much. <laughs> And they're like, hey, you want to have a trial? I was like, yeah. And then that was what, 20 years ago and they can't get rid of me. <laughs> so what is your role there now? Do you, Are you the manager of the overall shop? Yep, pretty much. Yep. So, yeah, I pretty much run most things. Um, yeah. The day-to-day and all the all the extra stuff. Nice. Well, you must love it if you've stuck around after oh, years. <laughs> it was, yeah, my dream job. So this podcast is all about joy and positivity and happiness. So I wanted to get an idea on how comics have given that to you and, and I guess specifically the business as well. It's a bit of a harder one to explain. Like I try to think of it. It's not that different than people that watch their shows every week, you know, whatever Mm. show everyone's got their show that they can't miss. And it's sort of similar thing. You know, most comics come out on a monthly schedule. So like, you know, you're waiting for the next Spider-Man and like sometimes it's just run of the mill. You read a lot of stuff you might read out of habit, but um, when you get like a great story just catches you you just can't wait for the next one, you know. Like mm. sometimes a month's a long time between episodes, <laughs> so to speak. Hard to explain, like what what it gets, because it's same as TV. But I think you get because it's reading, and you hear the voice in your head, and you have more of you in maybe the characters. That mm. just it's not as passive as just watching a television show or whatever. I guess like books, yeah. People that love their novels, same thing. You know, they get even harder in it than us because at least we got the visual. They got to imagine everything mm. so I, th- I think yeah it's similar to like tv and books but it's it just yeah, it's either your thing or it's not yeah um and yeah it's like you're in an issue and you think something's gonna happen and then all of a sudden there's a twist and you're like oh no where did that come from i didn't see that <laughs> shit coming um or sometimes the other way you, you're like oh i think you know it's a mystery bad guy and you're like oh i think i know who that's gonna be and yeah, you know, might be three, four months down the line, you get the payoff, and you're like, "Yeah, I was right." <laughs> uh, you know, you get that that positive thing. It's just fun. Mm. Uh, get home, matter. Oh, not me. I, I did a hard day at work, but yeah, you know, <laughs> other people might have a hard day at work, and yeah, you, know, you just pop out your your Spidey or your Batman, and you don't have to worry about the real world. Oh, it's too easy. <laughs> yes. It is, I guess it's a, a, you know, that form of escapism, which is what you're touching. Oh, absolutely. I guess on the flip side of that, then, you know, growing up loving comics and I guess, you know, loving to escape into those different worlds. How has that helped you 
you know, whenever you faced any challenges in your life, do you kind of take something from that feeling you get when you read comics, you know, and, and um, put it into practice? Not a lot. I guess when I first started, you know, I was just an 18 year old kid. I was pretty shy, I guess. So I didn't really like talking. I still not a big fan of talking to people, but yeah, I have to work, right? Mm. So like entering the phone or customers and it's definitely brought me out. Yeah. It made me way more comfortable in every part of life, I guess, where sometimes you're still like, Oh, you've got to go somewhere. Oh, and you're like, man, I just think about it. I'm at work and I just, Suck it up and talk to people. Uh, <laughs> like it's not that hard, right? The shop itself as well, the the group of people we have both working here and uh, the customers. Yeah, when you've had some hard times in life, the support, like we're a real family sort of deal. So that that that's helped more than anything, I guess. Yeah, that's actually kind of what I wanted to touch on a little bit, just the community there. So my brother is quite into comic books and graphic novels. And I remember he used to venture out to the the comic shop back in the day. I don't know if he's been in a while, but, um, you know, I didn't really grow up reading them myself, but having a bit of an understanding of the community and I guess, you know, how popular the shop was and still is, you know, what is that community like that's been built there and, I guess the impact you've also seen that community have on the customers and the people. Uh, oh, for sure. Like it's, we've always um, tried to make people feel comfortable and hang around, have a chat, whether it be us or just customers, you know, and not just, oh, who's going to win Superman or Batman? Like not <laughs> just regular life stuff, mm. you know. Uh, we very, yeah, been big on trying to push a community and especially something niche like comics, most of your regular friends and family, they don't care. You know what I mean? They, they, they just don't, right? And if not only they don't care, but it's just hard that I understand. Or, they don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's not for everybody, right? Mm. So having somewhere where you come, just talk comics, get excited about stuff, or get pissed about stuff, you know, and you're like, ah, oh, I hate what they're doing, rah, they're ruining my favourite, or this artist is crap, or whatever it might be. Um, you know, if you can't talk comics in the comic shop, where else are you going to talk? That's and like, obviously in the modern day, you know, a lot of people a bit more on, you know, a few years back, forums and chat rooms and comics and stuff, but it was, it's not the same, you know, it's talking mm. in between. So, yeah, we've always encouraged people to, yeah, just come in and have a chat. You know, it's not all, you know, we're not a, a type of business that's, oh, it's all about the dollars, you know, like we're just here to have a good time. That's it. Do you find, I'm interested just in, um, you know, obviously as generations kind of come through, do you find you're getting younger customers coming through? Obviously I'm guessing there'd still be a mix of your older demographics that have grown up with comic books. Not as but- much young ones as you would expect yeah. or as I would like. Yes. Um, <laughs> come on guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think one, um, yeah, we don't, yeah. From high school kids to, you know, retirees, you know, we've got a pretty well, wide variety of customers uh harder for the young kids these days one they can get their superhero fix everywhere yes. you know when i was a kid like you got a batman movie every couple of years if you're lucky you know yes. but now every three months marvel's got a movie on <sighs> and oh, all God. the shows and whatever so those sort of kids that have that sort of geeky side to them they got plenty of other options uh and i, I think that sort of well, it's made comics more accessible and more out there than they used to be. Mm. It's definitely kept some away at the same time because they're like, oh, yeah. I'll just I'll just watch all the MCU movies. It's all different. And there's some, uh, some would be 
yeah, reading digitally as well and not as, you know, not as coming in and buying their monthly flip floppy mm. comic as, you know, as we used to be. Yeah, I guess that was something um, that popped into my head just, you know, thinking about doing this episode earlier today and, I, you know, I'm a big book reader, you know, and yep. I think um, having worked in journalism and, you know, media for a long time, um, obviously I've seen like the print media side kind of start to go downhill yeah, and, sure. and, you know, let's face it, most people consume their news and journalism through, you know, the online uh, platforms. Yep. But I guess, you know, when it comes to books, you know, even when I released my book a few years ago, I had friends saying they wanted a copy in their hands. They want a hard sure. copy. Do you find it's the same with comics? Absolutely. Like the, there was a big push for digital comics, uh, I guess, a decade ago now. And, mm. Oh, it's going to be the end of physical stuff. And <laughs> it just didn't. Like there's definitely people that do um, and that's all they, they, they just stick to their digital um, and a lot of them is more, especially the older ones, I think it's more of a space situation. Collecting comics, well, the worst bit is storing them. Like <laughs> we pretty much all just use cardboard boxes. There's only so many spaces to stack up boxes, you know. Yeah. A lot of people might, cool, I'll buy, I'll buy my Spidey physical, but me, Wolverine, ah, uh, I'll just buy that digital. So a lot of people do that sort of thing. But it's not, it's the tactileness of holding the comic is not the same. And like mm. when digital first came in, they found it worked out as a bit more of a gateway to physical stuff. Yeah, you know, people would, that's how they would stumble across comics, the digital stuff. And then, you know, oh, I want to, I want to buy, buy a real one and I'll find out a shop and, you know, they'll take that step to the real world. And sometimes some people maybe not buying their regular monthly books. They might buy like uh, trade paperback, graphic novel type of deals. Mm. Yeah. Cause I think that's sort of the, bit more similar so what they you know they get a big story in a row and might not jump into oh i'm gonna buy 40 monthly books every week yeah. or whatever <laughs> but yeah but yeah digital it's definitely got its place um but i don't think it'll ever replace just for, and the collectability part of it all you know not even just the financial side of things you know books might be worth money or whatever but we're a special breed you know it's not just reading the books otherwise we'd read them and throw them away yeah. you know and you collect them and you keep them you store them put them in order um it's not the same if it's just on your tablet or whatever you know it's all in the yeah. cloud it's really um, not as i said for me as someone who loves reading books you know to have that physical copy i've never got into the ebooks and the kindle yeah. as much you know it's just not the same no matter how much they tried with the kindle and stuff with the making it look like paper mm. or and i get it's about the same size but the the stiffness and the, I don't know, mm. everybody reads their books differently. You know, some will really just snap them up and bend them around. <laughs> I like doing most of my, I read my comics, I usually lay them down. I don't want yeah. something heavy that I'm going to drop on my face. Yes. <laughs> you know? Not practical. <laughs> no, no. Obviously, you know, what we've touched on is comic books are incredibly popular art form and pastime. Why do you think that's so? Why do you think they still resonate today? The escapism is the best part of it, you know. Like mm. it's, I think comics are the best escapism you can get. Um, you know, obviously, very simple hero tale type of deal, you know. And a, the good guy usually wins. And generally, most people want that. You know, it's fairy tales, it's legends and religion, mm. and like it's all you know fables. We've always had the modern day versions of those sort of things that people started telling around the campfire. Yeah, you know. 
the knight becomes the superhero. Like it's not that different. Yeah. We're simple people, I think, humans, and um, our tastes haven't changed that much. Comics have got obviously a lot more in depth. The, you know, next, every generation of writer, I wouldn't say gets better, but yeah, stuff gets more evolved. And mm. the, as the not only is the writers and the art change, but they realized who was who was buying it. The market, you know, forties and fifties when they're selling comics by the truckloads, they're made for seven-year-olds, mm. you know, and then. 60s, 70s, they're like, oh, wait, a lot of high school, college kids are reading this. And, you know, that's sort of, yeah, today, you know, 80s, they got really dark. 90s, over the top with the guns and the, yeah. the muscles and the boobs and the, you know, all that sort of stuff. So things things change. Um, well, it all depends on the demographic of the day, to be honest. I think comics change pretty well with the times. Mm. Um, no matter what's going on, you know, the last few years has been a lot of people both complain oh there's too much diversity in the comics now and comics have always had that sort of stuff you know yeah. uh i think comics have always been pretty on the front foot on showing different types of people different types mm. of stories um and yeah like obviously with mainly comics like everyone thinks superheroes but there's a ton of other stuff out there you know like superheroes might be the most popular but it's just like any other medium there's tons of different genres fantasy mm. horror sci-fi romance yeah there's lots of books there's a book out there for everybody just gotta find your thing so cool i feel like uh doing this interview i really should get get into comics (laughs) yeah i'll hook you up yeah well i am i'm a massive buffy the vampire slayer fan Ah, yes yes and i know that buffy also has a comic and it's been going forever it started i think after the show finished and i was very much at the time like oh i would never read that it's finished with the show (laughs) you know all that kind of thing yes yes when i do revisit buffy from time to time uh and it is my favorite show of all time i just get so nostalgic for it so i think buffy the comic uh might be my new thing my new jam well it was it was good when they did that because uh, there had been stuff when the show was going, but mm. they were never great because you're limited what you can do. You know, like you can't change anything because it's the show's job, right? Mm. But uh, after the last season finished, then they did the you know, season nine, eight, nine, ten, or whatever. They could go bigger because they didn't have a budget, you know? Yeah. You draw whatever you wanted, have as many characters as you wanted. So they did some really good stuff. Could you share a few of your favorite comic book series yeah. with us? Ooh. Always changes. Depends what I'm reading, what's really good. Like I'd say the last uh, three or four years, I think the best book's probably been Immortal Hulk. Um, so it's been the, you know, in comics these days with your major characters, they stop and start the series every couple of years. They want a new number one. It's easier for people to jump on. Number ones always sell better for the publishers, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and the Hulk, I was, Hulk's one of my favourite characters. Um, but he's a pretty simple guy, you know. Angry, gets... It turns into monster smashes stuff. The army comes, <laughs> whatever. And then there's been a few stuff where they've gone a bit with the multiple personalities and stuff. Uh, some great runs I really love. But this stuff was giving it more of a horror bent. Oh, cool. So they had killed, yeah, yeah. So they killed Bruce Banner off in some big event a couple of years ago. And then when they started the new Hulk series, uh, Bruce basically couldn't die. So, like, first issue, uh, Bruce in a convenience store and there's a you know a robbery and a girl gets shot so he hulks out but no he doesn't hulk out so he gets shot he tries to help the girl just as Bruce Banner gets shot mm. in the head dead taken back to the morgue night time comes sort of like a werewolf deal when the night comes the hulk comes 
Uh, and like that was the simple thing. It just yeah, got bigger and bigger and more in depth and really looked into it. The, in the comics, there's always been different types of Hulk. Yeah, sometimes. Originally, he was gray, first couple of issues. Uh, and then they didn't like the color, so they made him mm. green. Then, yeah, and then you got a more angry Hulk because every writer, every artist want to do their own take. So there's been different Hulk personalities. So this series is very, um, very much into that and like full, like, like split movies and where they, they're dominant ones and some get let out for a while or certain situations. Bruce knows, oh, it's not for me. And I'll, the, that's the tougher Hulk. You let him out. And she's a bit more. <laughs> Yeah, a bit more involved, a bit more full-on than the average just, ah, smashing tanks or fighting monsters. So that's been Hulk really good. smash. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Hulk smash, but you need a bit of difference sometimes. But that's probably my favourite book generally the last few years. It all depends. I'm a Marvel guy in general. So, like, yeah, Captain America and Avengers and that sort of stuff. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, X-Men. Even, you know, X-Men, sort of the books I first sort of fell in love with, but Sometimes there's so many X-Men characters, yeah. so many X-Men books, they're hard to stay on top of. Um, but yeah, I'm a more Marvel guy. But at the same time, I like, also like every now and then to branch out and read a sort of crime sort of independent book or a, a horror sort of thing or, you know, Conan or something a bit different. Mm. You know, you can't always just be guys in capes and masks punching each other. No. <laughs> you got you to shake it up a bit. Yes. Um, yeah, so it all, it all depends. Yeah, Hulk's probably my favourite in moments. Uh, crossover. Crossover's probably the other book I'm really digging. It's a new image comic series where the premise was 10 years ago, whatever it was, every superhero ever created just rocks up in Denver, Colorado, and they just have these giant superhero fight. So America just walls off the town, and then comics are sort of outlawed. Um, and you'll see, like, in the shadow, you can tell it's Batman's arm. You know, mm. They're trying to skirt around the copyright stuff. <laughs> and it's very just very meta, very comic booky influence. Like that every issue, I'm like, oh, this is great. Mm. Like last issue, um, like all the comic writers are, are being getting killed off. And you don't know who's killing them off. Like in the news, you're just in the background, be like, oh, someone said a comic book writer's dead. And, rah, rah. and like r- real comic book writers. Mm. So, um, the last issue had uh, one of the comic book writers who had roped himself into one of his uh, one of his comics called Sex Criminals. Um, his his comic book version himself was chasing him down. And he thought he's trying to kill himself, <laughs> but he's trying to help himself. It's just over the top crazy. So I, I dig that just because it's so batshit. Yeah, you know, it's just out of this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to sum up, how do you love the shit out of comics? I really just dig, yeah, getting some stuff. You find a new and find a new book that you just blows you away, you weren't expecting, or yeah, big twist comes, or you yeah, generally in the modern days, most people, myself included, you follow writers. You're like, oh, this guy did a killer story on Spider-Man. Oh, I'm just gonna do Batman now, mm. and, or they might do his own thing. And just seeing guys that you like spot early on, like, oh, I think he's gonna be good. Um, you watch them get bigger and better and get. Yeah, they might start off doing a small little indie book that free people are buying, you know, mm. and then gets good bars. And next thing you know, they try him on a, you know, like a B-level five-part miniseries for Marvel. Oh, that was good. And next thing you know, he's doing Avengers. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Going home. Some days I'm like, I don't want to read comics. I looked at comics all day at work. <laughs> but some days you're just like, oh, yeah, you pull them out. 
And when you get into a good story that you really dig in, and you're just like, I can read, you know, 30, 40 comics in a day sometimes. Some days you read two and go, that's enough. Mm. Um, it all depends on you got to be in the right zone and get the right books, and the books for that moment. But yeah, I just love, love just the fun of it all. The, the escapism is definitely the, the perfect word for it. Mm. You, just, you don't have to worry. Just get entertained. Sometimes though, you get a little bit of a lesson as well. Be it, you know, like good and bad lessons or, um, you know, sometimes it might be a deeper meaning, bit political or whatever that it's not necessarily slapping you over the face, but when you look <laughs> back and go, oh, I, you know, I see what they're doing there. Mm. You know? Educate <laughs> you on different stuff. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's not all just power, whack, bam, Batman 60 <laughs> style, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a hard one to for me to explain. Mm. Um, but it's just, I really dig it. It's just fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool. Like I, I have spoken to a few people that, you know, work in different industries and one of them, which is obviously very similar to comics was, uh, I spoke with a guy that runs a video gaming company. Like it was just that thing of like, he's, you know, working in the industry that he just loves because he just loves games. He loves yep, them yep. so much. He's so passionate about it. And I feel like that's the same vibe I'm getting off oh, you. Like, sure. You just seem so happy to be sitting there surrounded by all well, these comic books. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, you know, when I was a kid in high school, it was, I was like, I'd love to work. I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do after school. I was not very good. And like, you know, there's some people like, bang, I want to do this or I've got this skill, I'll do that. I was just a kid, you know, not really doing me work, not, you know, not a great student. Um, mucking around, you know, it wasn't mm. to go muck around with mates enough, I would have went. Uh, but I was like, oh, I could work at a comic shop, it would be perfect. And I think, I think me, me nan actually, I sent her one day to go pick up me comics and she dropped a hint to the, the guy working, oh, you know, Jackson, you know, he's doing his dream job. And, oh, and they just, that's amazing. you know, yeah, yeah. So I was very lucky, you know, sent me nan in and she put in a good word for me. And a couple oh. of years later, they, they, they always remembered that, I think. And then, um yeah got a shot and it's i love my job it's not it's not hard it's um you know we're the type of place where when it's work to be done you pull in mm. you pull up your socks and get the job done but most of the day you just get to sit around with your mates talking about stuff you enjoy it's yeah pretty good life oh and thanks yeah shout out to nan for doing that oh yeah <laughs> she's the best <laughs> how good um what are some other things that you love this shit out of Oh, I guess a lot of stuff, uh, similar type of stuff, uh, toys, big fan of action figures and, you know, collecting vintage old turtles or He-Man stuff from when I was a nice. kid. Or, um, yeah, action figures. I would like more, but limited space at home, you know. Uh, that's probably the main thing. Uh, movies, our footy, love me footy, uh, NRL man, go the bunnies. Uh, go the bunnies. Yes, shit. Go, so go the nights. Like, <laughs> always get them in there when I can. Nah, it's not a nice. Yeah, like I like footy. Uh, if it wasn't the world collapse, I'd like that might go in the pub and uh, having a good feed and a couple of cold drinks on a Friday night. That's always good. Oh, God, I wish we could be doing that right oh, now. <laughs> it's killing me now that the weather's getting warmer. I know. Like, perfect, right? I know. Come on, lockdown. Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so how can people get in touch with the comic shop website is thecomicshop.net uh, give us a call 9601 2622 uh, 
can give me an email, jason at thecomicshop.net or social media. Uh, I think both Facebook, Instagram, The Comic Shop Liverpool. Um, search them, you'll find us. Uh, we've got podcast, where anywhere you find a podcast. Council of Reads, R-E-A-D-S, where we talk comics and whatever nerdy sort of stuff's been going around that week. Uh, yeah, that's probably the best options. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jason. Um, no worries. Thank you. I'm really glad we were able to do this. And, yeah, hopefully yes, me um, too. We, we can get to the, the pub at some point for a beer. And yes. You can you can turn me into a comic book lover and you oh, can for sure, for sure. pass on some of those Buffy comics, hey? <laughs> can do, can do. Thank you.